0: Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? Good engagement How long before give? a wedding should I send out How many save games the dates? Are in the first series use of the IMAP NDA to playoffs. check email best on best other email clients. Identify fonts
1: from where to find me. the four
0: habit dog. Dog. Welcome to a Special edition of the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today I have the honor of sitting down with the newly minted Global Chief Executive Officer of Searchmetrics. Joining us today is Matt Colburn, who's the Global Chief Executive Officer at Searchmetrics, which is both the Voices of Search podcast's primary sponsor and an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data driven decisions. So far this week, Matt and I have discussed why he decided to take his role leading Search Metrics, a enterprise-level SEO company. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about his views on the landscape of the SEO industry and where it fits in in the general marketing landscape. And today, Matt and I are going to talk about how the outbreak of the coronavirus and the economic impact it has created is affecting marketing and the SEO community. Here is the last installment of my conversation with Matt Colburn, global CEO of Search Metrics. Matt, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast.
1: Hi, Ben. Thanks. Good to be back.
0: Happy to talk to you again. Unfortunately, we have to talk about a subject that's a little bit of a downer today, or maybe it's not. But, you know, I think that yesterday when we talked about the global landscape, we talked about SEO, who the providers are, how do you figure out who's relevant and where SEO sits In the greater CMO and marketing channel mix, that's going through a pretty significant refactoring for everyone as we start to deal with the new world order of the coronavirus. Talk to me about your view of what is happening in the wake of the landscape change caused by the coronavirus and the economic downturn.
1: Well, so I'm no economist, but at the same time, the initial impact that we saw globally, particularly after the US border closed, and then a lot of the European countries essentially put most of the population in lockdown and said, right, you've got to work from home. That was almost like a screeching halt to economic activity for a short while. I mean, we we were trying to speak to customers, prospects, and couldn't even get hold of them. Some people didn't have. I mean, would you believe it? In this day and age, didn't have work mobile phones that they could take those kind of conversations on. They didn't have access to the systems they needed to to make purchases. They didn't have access to their colleagues that they needed to get approval from to take certain actions. So there was this massive, almost a uh, throw hands up in horror and go, "Well, how do we deal with this? How do we operate in an environment where everybody's now sitting at home and?" I suspect, given that the SEO community are largely digital natives, that probably sounds a little surprising. But we have to remember, a lot of our big clients are very large, very old, well-established companies, and still significant percentages of their business come from the offline world, and some of their procedures still haven't fully moved into a digital space. So what we were seeing was people's inability to execute has suddenly they had a completely diversified in terms of geography and location workforce. What we're seeing now is, okay, people have figured out that there is a new normal. That This isn't going away fast enough that they can just say, well, well let's, let's go and sit at home for a couple of weeks and it'll all be fine, and then we'll get back to work. Now, whatever happens, this has changed global commerce. And there have been winners. And obviously those winners are trying to figure out, well, How do we make sure that we retain those winnings? How do we make sure that our sectors continue to grow?
0: So let's talk a little bit about that. You've dug into the data and the search metrics team, obviously being a data-driven platform, has done some analysis on who is actually seeing a positive impact in the wake of the coronavirus. What are some of the companies and industries that you're seeing taking a step forward in the wake of this
1: drastic change? Well, it's it's interesting. It's both new and old tech. So what you've got are, for example, pharmacies who previously were mostly physical and are now desperately trying to catch up and build their online offering. You've got older businesses like greetings cards and flowers and gift delivery. In a disparate world where we're all socially gapped, suddenly people want to have that kind of physical connection again. So those are just simple examples. I mean, it's there's much bigger overall ones. Dating's down, as you would, would expect. Online media and entertainment is up.
0: A dating is down, media and entertainment is up. We won't go into details of what type of media and entertainment are probably seeing a rise in consumption. But obviously people are at home and they're sitting and consuming digital content more than they would go into real world experiences. There also has to be an impact on education, work from home services as well. On the flip side, there are some businesses that are negatively impacted. Have you dug into the data and seen anything related to who's really suffering?
1: I mean, the suffering companies are the obvious ones, travel, hospitality, entertainment. Interestingly enough, it's also, and I think we kind of spotted this slightly early, but uh, it's now been, I think, published by a couple of other people as well, Interestingly enough, some of the even the digital advertising networks are suffering, which is probably you would say a little strange. How can you have a situation where traffic's up but revenues are down? And the answer is because, of course, these businesses are still not necessarily directly linking traffic to delivery of revenue. Yeah, you know, they deliver revenue from advertisers, they deliver traffic with people. So doubling the number, of, the amount of traffic doesn't necessarily do much for revenue.
0: My assumption here is that we're also seeing a flood of new digital businesses who aren't to the point where they're advertising. And we have established businesses that are pulling back and tightening the purse strings to see and evaluate what happens on the macro landscape because they don't want to put their budget in and shorten their runway.
1: Yeah, well, it's not just shortening their runway. What they're seeing, and we've had this from several clients, is that they're seeing that the performance of quite a lot of their PPC is becoming much less predictable because you're getting these strange situations where people are suddenly searching for toilet roll. And guess what? Then they're not searching for toilet roll again. So you're getting these strange... I mean, essentially, I'd say they were societal memes that were impacting traffic, which is then impacting... That if you happen to have bought a related keyword, suddenly you're burning through your budget really rather quickly, and those people are never going to buy what you're actually selling.
0: Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. So what you're seeing is at a large scale that we're seeing fluctuations in performance marketing results. And there are some industries and some specific classes of businesses that are seeing massive rises, some which are obviously struggling as everyone moves to the shift to staying at home. Uh, Talk to me about the impact that that's having on SEO. How are people viewing SEO? And how do you think it's changing its importance?
1: So how it's impacting us is it's creating opportunity. Companies that probably in the past would have said, look, my main focus is pay because I put in X, I get out Y, it's nice and controllable. I've, I understand it's getting more expensive, but you know what? It's still manageable, it's controllable. Are suddenly seeing a situation where it's not behaving in such a predictable fashion because you're getting these slightly unusual flows of traffic and unexpected flows of traffic and keywords that a short while ago were ranking nowhere and are suddenly trending all over the place, like toilet box, for example. So there's that aspect. So it's getting more expensive. It's getting less reliable. And what we're able to say to them is, well, look, in the current climate, what people are looking to do is they're looking to conserve cash. So there's lots of businesses who... This is an uncertain time. So in uncertain times, they want to preserve cash that then positions them well as we move out, inevitably move out of this rather painful period. So what it allows us to do is say to them, well, look, how much traffic, how much extra traffic, that's really the right traffic for your company and your business based on what it is you're offering, how much do you think we could actually deliver for you and at what cost? And so people who previously looked at it and said, no, this is what I do. I've got a team to manage it. Yeah, this is a bit too flaky. And now saying, ah, oh, so you could potentially give me similar volumes of traffic and sale, but actually at a much lower price and without requiring me to continually spend every single dollar of additional revenue that I get. Because that, that's one of the big issues, of course, in that it's great. Let's say you catch a particular meme that's generating huge traffic. Well, that's great, except what if suddenly your PPC budget gets completely eaten up because of that? Because there's a suddenly unexpected glut of traffic and suddenly your budget's gone. Well, that's bad enough at the best of the times. It's really bad now. And if that's not real and it doesn't then convert to sales, so your conversion rate just fell through the floor, you've got a really bad situation. So people are quite naturally getting cautious. And guess what? When people are cautious, they're much more open to new ideas that they probably in the past said, well, I'm not so sure about it. Now they're prepared to give it a go. And we're taking a very gentle approach to these companies and saying, look, let us hold your hand. Let us gently take you into the SEO and content space where... We'll do the initial setup. We'll audit. We'll look at the site. We'll look at the operation. We'll look at the content. We'll look at the site operation. We'll look at exactly what we were talking about, I think a couple of days ago and look at what really is your business and we'll get you set up. And clearly because we can frequently give 5x, even in some cases, 10x improvements in traffic for businesses that suddenly starts getting people's attention.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that the unpredictability of the global landscape obviously it's impacting marketing performance specifically on the paid side and to me this is the time where you know maybe every, not everyone but but a lot of marketers are taking a step back and reevaluating what their risk profile is. Yeah. And when you're seeing lots of fluctuations lots of adversity, lots of uncertainty, putting all the chips on the table in the performance marketing budget, knowing that that money is going to be spent becomes an increasingly risky profile as opposed to investing in something that's going to have increasing amount of values over time like SEO and content marketing starts to sound a little better. Hey, instead of going through the toll booth and paying all of the time, You start building the foundation and building your house and building strength not only for today, but for the future as well. And to me, that's really the thing that's exciting about what's happening in the SEO community during this time of crisis.
1: Yeah, I think you're completely right. And and I think one thing that I'd probably emphasize is quite a lot of these businesses are smaller or or medium-sized businesses, but they're actually doing quite well. So there are opportunities and businesses that start to do well. Of course, what they have to be careful about is still cash flow. So even if things look good, if what you're having to do is spend large amounts of cash today for a sales performance and then cash tomorrow, growth can actually cause a problem for you. It can actually cause cash issues. So businesses need to be really careful. And of course, the beauty of SEO and content is the cost is fixed. You know, Our clients know what they're going to have to pay on a monthly basis to use the technology. And they know that if we do a great job for them and tomorrow, instead of getting 2x traffic, we're getting 4x traffic, the bill doesn't go up. So they've got that extra revenue. They've got that better performance without suddenly finding that their marketing budget has actually more than doubled. And then suddenly, they've actually got a cash flow problem, even though it's a good one, even though it's a growth one. They still may have got a cash flow.
0: Yeah. Times are uncertain. Cash is king. Predictability is important. And I think that speaks to the value of SEO. So, Matt, as we go through this time and as you're adjusting and getting settled as the global CEO of Search Metrics, just talk to me about your vision for the short and long term moving forward.
1: Yeah. Well, they're actually the same because the detail of it is. Detailed, of course, and in terms of what we're going to do with data, what we're going to do with product development. You'll be seeing a lot from us over the next year or so. But we've simplified our vision in terms of what are we delivering to the market. And what we're doing is simplifying digital marketing for the world's smartest marketers. And that sounds clear to me in terms of the value that it brings. We're making the complex simple and we're allowing them to do so much better for their businesses.
0: Life is complicated right now. We're all going through massive amounts of change. Matt, you're taking on a new job at a global organization. I'm sure you've dealt with lots of change yourself. Simplifying is the name of the game. And you know, hopefully the Search Metrics team and Matt and co uh, will help anybody who's interested in learning a little bit more about SEO. Matt, thanks again. Congratulations on accepting the new role, hitting the ground running at Search Metrics. Honor and a privilege to have you as a guest on the Voices of Search podcast.
1: Thanks very much indeed, Ben. It's been a pleasure.
0: All right. That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Matt Colburn, CEO of Search Metrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Matt, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is BlackBlade, B-L-A-C-K-B-L-A-D-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is, well, it's searchmetrics.com, S-E-A-R-C-H-M-E-T-R-I-C-S.com. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, or you could reach out to me directly. My personal handle is Ben J. -J Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed soon. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.